Hello everyone, I'm Walker Smith, class of 21, here with Andrew Thomas, teacher, upper school history department. All right, there you go. So I've never had Mr. Thomas as a teacher in any capacity, so if you just tell me uh, what classes you teach here. Yeah, why is that? I Walker, don't know. Why, why have I never had the pleasure of having you? Actually, let me, let me ask you, why have you never had the pleasure of having me as a teacher. Why did our paths never cross? I'm not sure. I think that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's the way that the cookie crumbles, I guess. Okay. So I have, I have this year five sections of microeconomics that was in the fall and one section of U.S. history and this spring I have five sections of AP macroeconomics and the same section of U.S. history. Well, there you go. So you're teaching all those courses. The question is, how did we get here? So you're a senior in college. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? And how do we end up to current day? Mr. Thomas is sitting here with me right now holding a microphone. Let me just sidebar this by saying that there'll be, there, there might be some times in this work where I go silent and for our, for our folks listening at home or wherever you may be today is opening day across major league baseball and Walker and I are, are sitting in my classroom. And if anybody's ever walked by my classroom during the baseball season, they will see some sort of game, particularly my home team, the Detroit Tigers. So Walker and I are in my classroom and I have, the game on the Detroit Tigers are hosting the Cleveland Indians. So I'm talking to Walker and I are chatting and I'm watching the home opener in Detroit. So please repeat that question again, because I have forgotten. Okay. So we've got you here sitting yeah. holding a microphone. Yeah. How do we go from a senior in college, Mr. Thomas to where we are right now? Oh my goodness. That, Walker, that is like 20 years of my life. Do you think, I don't think I could describe the entire last 20, 21 years of my life within our time together, but, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. So, okay, let me, let me reverse. Let me reverse course here and go back to 1999, fall of 1999. I was a senior in college at the University of Detroit. It was a small, it is a small Jesuit Catholic college right in the heart of, of my hometown, Detroit. And I got this internship. And that inter the internship was through a program called the Washington Center for Internships and Academic Seminars. And I landed an internship on Capitol Hill. It was for my it was for my local local congressman who is who is no longer living at the moment. And so I spent the entire last semester of college as a Capitol Hill intern in Washington D.C. And part of this internship program what we had to do is we worked full-time 40-50 hours on the hill but also part of the program was that we had to take 
a night class as well. So before the internship started, we had this catalog, this, this, this glossary of all the courses that, that you could take as an intern. And the one that I picked, like, gosh, I don't know what, what in the heck it was. It was like the history of the presidency. Now, who would not want to take a class called the history of the presidency? Well, long story short, that class got pulled. It got canceled because nobody, there was not enough interest for it. So I got put into my second option, and that second option was campaign management 101. And, and believe it or not, Walker, that is where I met my wife, Mrs. Thomas. I remember the very first night that we were there. She thought I was the teacher. I thought she was... Say that again. I said, good start. I, I, I guess. She thought I was the teacher. I, I thought she was good looking. And, you know, the rest is, the rest is history. So we spent, the, we spent the entire last semester of our senior years. And, and sidebar, she, was, she is not from Michigan. She is from a small town here in the state of Texas, Cameron. And she was a senior at TCU. So we both spent our last semesters in college together interning on Capitol Hill and going to this, going to this night class together. So the semester ends, I go back home to Michigan. She comes back here to Fort Worth and we finish out, we finish out the senior year. And I realized Walker, not one week after I got back from being in Washington, DC, that I loved two things. One, I loved being in Washington, DC. I absolutely loved it. And I thought I'd go back and, and try to change the world. But two, most importantly, number two, I loved her. And there was not, I, I, I could not be away from her and I could not be away from the city any longer. So after we graduated, we moved back to Washington, D.C. We both got jobs. The one job, the couple of jobs I had, I dreaded. And it was during that time of working at these couple of jobs that I thought I've always had a, an interest in teaching. And I thought, what the hell? I, I, I might as well go back to school. So we were living in the, in the Commonwealth of Virginia at the time, and the state required you to go through your teacher certification. And I thought, well, I might as well knock out my teacher certification and graduate school at the same time. So I did that. And once I graduated from George Mason University, I landed my first gig in a middle school. Can you see me teaching in a middle school, Walker Smith? I could see you teaching in a middle school for a short period of time. And that's exactly what it was. I started teaching middle school in Virginia, and I was there for two years before Mrs. Thomas and I decided to, to leave the D.C. area because at the time we had been married and we had, our, we had our first child, Clara. She was about a year old or so. And, dude, the cost of living in Washington, D.C. in 2003-2004 was so astronomical that it, it just could not, we couldn't afford to live there anymore. So we moved, we moved here to Fort Worth, and I continued 
teaching middle school in Fort Worth Independent School District at a, at a great little, neat little school on the north side of Fort Worth, J.P. Elder Middle School. Two years there, after which point I started to get the, the high school teaching bug, and I went from J.P. Elder Middle School to Trimble Tech High School, which is down in the hospital district, and I taught for four years there until my paths crossed with Brian Farda. And I met Brian Farda, who was the chair of the history department here at Country Day, through Mr. and Mrs. Baker. Mr. Baker used to teach middle school and high school here, golly, like 30, 35 years-ish. And so I, so I met Mr. Farda through the Bakers, and at the time, I think one of the 10th grade, 10th grade American government teachers was leaving. I can't remember his name. Mrs. Teagarden, I think, mentioned him in her, her little conversation with you. Nate, Nate Kogan, does that sound familiar? I don't remember, but it could be. Okay, so I remember interviewing for that position. And, man, I felt real good about it. I spent the entire day here, and they had me teach a lesson, and I met folks like, you know, Mr. Douglas and, and Mr. Arnold and, and the upper school administrators. And I just, I came away from that interview thinking, how could they not pick me? I felt so good and so confident in my ability. I thought, how could they not pick me? And two, I could definitely see myself here. I got a call a couple days later, and they did not go with me. I do believe they gave that position to Mrs. Teagarden. So I got bumped for Sarah Teagarden in the 10th grade. But later that year, the, another teacher in the history department was, re was retiring, Dr. Suzanne Lewis, and Mr. Farda brought me back in. I interviewed again, went through the entire process for the second time, and after that, the school took a gamble on me, and, and here I am. What now? This is my eighth year here in the same little room at Fort Worth Country Day. Well, there you go. So one of the questions people wanted to know was what is the funniest Walker it is it is snowing it is snowing in Detroit Michigan we are watching Matthew Boyd start the game against the Cleveland Indians and in short sleeves in short sleeves and it is snowing in Detroit i think it is 32 degrees and you can barely see the mound oh my god this would be amazing if the uh, opening game gets delayed for snow. Oh, my God. Wild pitch, of course. This will be an interesting one to, yeah. to monitor. Okay. All right. I I'm sorry for interrupting. You're all good. Okay. So one of the things people want to know is, yep. what is the funniest thing you've seen a kid do in your room? One of those head-shaking moments where you can't laugh because you're the teacher, but any other time, you're dying laughing. The funniest thing? Yeah. The funniest thing somebody has done to me 
in my own classroom. Hmm. Gosh. The funniest thing. This is me trying to think about that, Walker. The funniest thing. I don't know if it's the funniest thing, but I do remember a couple of people in one of the classes I had back in, what, 2015 or 2016. I think it was with the class of 2016 that, that did this. A couple, of, a couple of folks in one of the classes decided to, I'm a pretty neat guy. Walker Smith. I mean, neat in personality sense, but also literally neat. Like I like order and I like logic and I like neatness. Some people would think that's OCD. I think that's just who I am. Anyhow, some knuckleheads in one of the classes decided to rearrange my entire classroom from the placement of the stapler which is perfectly on this little air conditioner unit to the trash can. And so I came into my classroom one day during the school day. They managed to pull this off during the school day with everything not in its correct place. So while it may be funny to people outside of this, outside of class and outside of the place, It wasn't funny to me at the time, but looking back, eh, I guess it was kind of funny. Not really. It just kind of angered me that everything was out of place. But everyone else got to think it was pretty funny. Yeah, and I guess if, if, you know, everybody else is laughing, then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to make everybody laugh at my own expense, I guess. Yes. I guess so. I mean, yeah. It's funny how things stick with you like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. I'm still a little little hurt by that, but I guess I can, you know, pick up the pieces of my life and move on. Yeah. Yeah. But that one will always stick with you. That'll yeah, that one stuck. That one stuck. That one hurt. Yeah, that one hurt. Mm-hmm. That sort of corresponds to my next question, okay. which was what is the worst thing you've seen a kid do here? What is the worst, worst thing? Worst in the sense of not so bad that it's like expulsion, but worst in the sense of why did you do that? What is What made your logic, what made your thought pattern go, I'm a teenager, I don't think things through, I did something? <sighs> what is the worst thing that I have seen? Something that I have questioned the most. Like what? Like what is wrong with you? Oh, my gosh. Mm, the worst thing. This is me thinking, Walker Smith. That's a tough one, man. I, 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 Teenagers do a lot of stupid yeah, stuff. They, yeah, they do. They do. But golly, I cannot think of anything off the top of my head that would be like, oh my God, what in God's name were you thinking? I'm, I'm, I'm recalling, I'm recalling senior pranks. 
okay, hold on. Let me, I'm trying to go back through this catalog of senior pranks that I remember. Nothing sticks out there. Okay, let me go to, let me go to, let me mentally review my years in Washington, D.C. with the 10th graders. The would would, would that generate, would that check the box? Probably. The okay. The trips seem to generate a lot of stories. Okay. Let me, let, me, let me go back to my catalog of the Washington, of the Washington, D.C. trips. All right. So my first year here at CDS was 2013, 2014. So my very first year going to D.C., was 2014. I've gone every year to Washington, D.C. That's the bell. Every year but one. Because I had a, I remember one year I didn't go. I had a, a daddy-daughter thing that I could not miss with, with Clara. I, silliest thing people have done. Okay. I think I have one. All right. Do I have to give you like class of dot, 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 or? Whatever works. Whatever, whatever okay. you feel will get you in the least amount of trouble. Okay. Is this, is this going to be edited or filtered or, or censored not. in any way, Walker Very Smith? Unlikely, Very unlikely. Oh, boy. Okay. Although it can be if need be. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going back a couple of years on this. I'm not going to give you the class of did this, but I do remember one year that at the end of the trip, do you remember the video part of, of Washington DC? Like each group that you were in had to do a video and gosh, what were some of the parameters of the video? Like you had to, you had to catalog your week in DC needs to show American history. Exactly. And I remember one of the groups that embarrassingly, I, I was, I was the teacher over this group. So it's partly my fault, Walker, partly, not all, partly my fault. I guess I was not clear in directions that the voiceover, the narrator of said video it had to be live, right? Live. And and I should have overseen this because the group that, that I was associated with, the person who decided to narrate Decided to do it in an, oh gosh, how would I gently say this? In an adult film manner. Do I have to describe what an adult film manner sounds like, Walker Smith? That's probably Okay, thank you. I will not describe that but I remember the sound of the voice and the pitch of the voice 
and the inflection of the voice all resembled that, Walker Smith. Yeah. And while it got a laugh oh, from sure. the people in that hotel ballroom, mm-hmm. yours truly, Mr. Thomas, was so embarrassed and so unhappy. And so what in God's name were you thinking? So I think of the seven or eight years, the seven years that I've been to D.C., that moment would check the box of the question you were asking in the sense that what in God's name were you thinking? Yes. I think I walked out, too. I remember when when my group played the video in the ballroom of the hotel in which we were staying that year. I think I was so embarrassed and so unhappy with with the folks that I, I think I think I was a little dramatic and I and I think I walked out. Might with good and with, yeah. with with good reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With good reason. It's hard to watch that video knowing that you're responsible yes. for it in some way. Yes. And I felt so ashamed and so embarrassed. But you know, you do what you got to do. You, you do what you got to do, and and after that trip, the the folks associated with that presentation and I, we all had a conversation and and cleared the air. And what were you thinking? And we moved on. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. So our last question today is: most teachers only have one thing. Yeah. That their kids, that their students are really going to remember. Yeah. What do you want that to be? Hmm. Was that a home run, Walker Smith? I believe it. No, no. it looks like a double. Oh. Whose no, name? First oh. run home run. Yep. Detroit Lions who's, now who, leading two runs. Who, who's that rounding the bases? Is that Miguel Cabrera? I believe that's it is said. Miguel Cabrera. There you go. He is he is on the mark. Hopefully this year he's on the list of hitting 500 home runs. So it's a big it's a big season for the big guy. Okay, back to your question. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked by the Tigers. Repeat question. All right. So yep. most teachers have one thing that their students are going to leave their classrooms yep. remembering. What do you want that to be? I guess, you know, I, I guess the one thing that I want folks who were, who chose to be in here. I mean, I'm, I'm primarily an electives teacher. I'm an economics electives teacher housed within the history department. So I, I guess I would, I would want folks to remember that, you know, at the end of the day, bottom line is if, if you're not happy with your job, if you're not choosing to do something that you really love to do, life's too damn short to do something else because, you know, at the end of the day, you go home and, and you got you to gotta look at yourself in the mirror. And if you don't like the person, if you're unhappy with the person looking back at you because of a crummy career choice you made, man, that's not good for you. That's not good for your family. That's not good for the people with whom you associate. So choose something in life that makes you truly happy. Have some passion, have some excitement about it. And if for some reason it's associated with some class that I had a student in 
business, finance, economics, then that makes me happy too. Do what you love and, and love what you do, period. There you go. All right, Mr. Thomas, I want to thank you for taking this time. Hey, this was fun, Walker. Was fun. This was fun. I appreciate you, appreciate you coming in today. Yeah. So uh, thank you for coming a little bit early. So for those of you who want to know how in advance these podcasts are recorded, figure out when the first two-run home run of the season was hit, the time, and you will know what time this podcast was recorded and on what date. I love that. And go Tigers. There you go. Tigers now leading 2-0. All right. Thank you, Mr. Thomas. All right, pal. Thank you.